You're listening to a DM podcast. There's a lot of stuff that everyone's not cut out for. Just needs to focus on what we're good at and not focus so much on what we can't do. People on the spectrum can bring their own strengths to the table like I did. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new episode of Mr. A+. I hope everyone out there is doing well. Today, we are going to discover a new place based in Melbourne, Victoria, here in Australia, known as All Things Equal. Joining me today is the general manager of All Things Equal. Now, let's all give a warm welcome to the general manager, Bianca Stern. Hello, Bianca. Hello, thanks for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for coming on. How are you doing and your family? I am doing really well, thank you. Um, in Melbourne, it's very nice and chilly, so I've got a big warm jumper on um, and hoping that we get some some sunshine soon. Um, and yeah, my family, my family's all really great all over the world. Everyone's doing well. That's wonderful to hear. Glad to hear that they are. Um, can you tell us about All Things Equal and why it's not just an ordinary cafe and how it came about? Yes, sure. So um, All Things Equal started at the beginning of 2021. Um, We started because our founder, um, his name's Jonathan, and Jonathan has a daughter named Tully who was finishing school. She's, She's on the autism spectrum and she loved to cook, loved to be in the kitchen, and essentially the kitchen was like her her place that she was, you know, her best self. Um, And when she was finishing school, Jonathan and his wife were not sure about what the future for Tully would look like. So he knew that she liked to work in the kitchen and he knew that there were lots of other people with, you know, all different forms of, of, um, of disability who might benefit from having a paid job in, in a cafe environment as well. Um, So he brought together a, a group of people and that was how and why all Things Equal started. So um, we have now been running for about two and a half years. We started um, in Melbourne when it was, you know, sort of the peak lockdown period, which was definitely not great timing for us. But we started at the beginning of, we started January 2021. Um, We run two cafes. We run a, a big cafe that people sort of know us for that's sort of the main place that people know us for um in a suburb called balaclava it's a bright yellow cafe so if anyone walks past they can't miss it Uh, we run another cafe um in windsor which is just down the road from balaclava we run a cooking school we run a football club canteen so we run um a canteen for a local junior footy club where we're selling hot dogs and power aids and all the different snacks that that some of the players might be interested in. And we also have a catering component of all things equal that we make really delicious food that we then, you know, send out to, to businesses or organisations or anyone that's wanting um, delicious, delicious meals but can't come into the cafe. So that's what we do. We provide purposeful paid employment and training for people with disability in hospitality spaces. So too often in society, we have found that people with disability either are not offered paid job opportunities where they're being compensated properly for their work, 
or we find that um, that people are being paid, or perhaps they're, you know, in they're in a voluntary role, but not in a paid role. So we started to make sure that we can bridge the gap between people with disability and the wider community so that our our staff members can connect with our community and be seen as really capable workers in society that they don't that they don't only just get a job with us in hospitality but they can actually build an entire career for themselves if that's what's of interest we make sure that every person that works with us is learning new skills they're being trained up properly and most importantly they get to enjoy what it's like to have a job all the good things and perhaps some of the challenges that come with it as well that's really wonderful to hear and what all I have to say is well done on on how far you guys have gotten to this point. Thank you so much. It's um, especially with the lockdowns that we had, um, it was definitely difficult to have started around that time. But yeah, we have we have done a lot in a short period of time, and we're really excited to continue to get um, yeah. to have you know more impact and more people to learn about what we do at All Things Equal, which is why I'm really excited to be speaking to you today. Thank you. Um, also, just to remind you that um, this. We don't talk about the virus on this podcast. Gotcha. Sorry about that. I also don't really like that word. That's all right. I just tend to avoid using that that C word as often as I can. That's fair enough. How does it feel to provide employment for those who have difficulty gaining employment? Do you find it rewarding? I really do find it rewarding. I find that when I meet people who have been on our wait list for about two years um, and every single person on our wait list that wants a job with us is incredibly capable, but perhaps they've just never had their first opportunity to get a job before. So when we can provide someone with their perhaps with their first ever job interview or their first ever bit of work experience and then turning into paid work with us, it's incredibly rewarding. And I get to learn so, so much from from my colleagues and, and, and you know, everyone that we that we work with that it's honestly, if I'm being really honest with you, Michael, it's the best job I've ever had. And I am nervous because I'm I'm nervous that maybe any other job I ever have in the future may never be good as this one. Well, you never know. But if you're happy in this in this job, stick with it. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think it's purposeful and rewarding for hopefully every person that's a part of a part of our social enterprise. It would be a, a deep shame if if it was to go. If I left the place, we'll definitely still be able to run. But if all things equal didn't exist, there'd be so, so many people in our community that perhaps just wouldn't have the opportunity to to develop you know, skills and yeah. be actually compensated for the work that they're doing properly. Because a really important part of what we do at All Things Equal is making sure that we can also educate our wider community and society and other workplaces on why it's important to be more inclusive. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Have you because ever, Michael, have you ever had um, a, a job where you found that you were really supported in it? Oh, Yes. Yeah. I was actually working in a kitchen manufacturer for about almost five years. Awesome. What what type of roles did you do there? I was just a labourer. Cool. And you did know, you find that, that it was supportive? It was supportive, yes. Yeah. But after Love on the Spectrum happened and I was offered a te- an acting role in an upcoming television production, I realised for a long time afterwards that my heart was just no longer in the job. Mm. And... You know what? I think that's actually a really cool experience because everyone gets to start somewhere 
And then they can decide if it's actually something that they want to continue with, or if maybe, you know, for you, it sounds like acting is the is the path that actually really excites you. So everyone deserves to start somewhere, you know? Yeah, of course. I also realized something while I was working there. What's a that? factory is no place for a creative mind. I, I think that's I think that's a really good point. I think that so many people, and you know, if I if I um, speak about some of the staff members that I work with, everyone has their own unique skills and talents and their own areas that they you know might need a bit of support in, in in some ways. But every single person has a creative mind, and we, as all things equal, and then also us as society, I guess. We all need to start doing better to allow mm. everyone to be creative in their own ways and to, yes, and to give them the platform true. to give them the platform to shoot off into whatever is of interest to them. Oh yes, of course. It's always important to follow your passions and follow and chase your dreams. What I always say to people is that you don't actually have to have the skills to for a job necessarily. You have to have the attitude to want to be there and to want to learn. And if you've got if you've got that, everything else can be taught. That's what I think. My next question is, what do the individuals who work there get out of the jobs at All Things Equal? I can't speak on behalf of what our staff get out of it, but I can tell you what I've noticed from them. Is that that cool? Yeah, of course. So I've seen our staff members who have never had a job before, finally in their first ever award wage paid job, I have seen them excel in so many different areas so i've seen confidence i've seen their confidence totally skyrocket we had people who started working with us who were maybe a little bit quiet when they first started or they um found it a little bit difficult to to have a conversation or you know perhaps give an instruction to another one of their colleagues and now they are just yeah totally totally they're just so much more confident. I've seen people um, become far more independent in their work. So when they first started, maybe they were relying on support from from some of our staff members. And perhaps some people may always require support, just like I always need support in the job that I have. Um, but I've seen people's independence and things that they struggled with in the beginning. Now they're just total superstars in the job. I've seen people's actual skills develop. So you know, when you're working in hospitality, our, so our staff members get to choose if they work front of house, so serving customers, or back of house in the kitchen. So I've seen our staff members front of house understand the, the sequence of service really well. So from when a customer walks into the cafe to when a customer leaves the cafe, all the different steps involved in making sure that they have a really good experience with us. I've seen our staff members really develop and, and become really, really great at that. And then in the kitchen, I've seen our staff members become far greater in their cooking skills, their chopping skills, their baking skills, all, you know, technical skills in the kitchen. I've seen an enormous, enormous amount of improvement and self-confidence and, yes, so many different qualities from our staff members from when they started with us and to, to where they're at now. For those who have difficulty getting employment because... They're not neurotypicals. All things equal sounds like the place to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got a waiting list of about 60 people who are wanting to work with us who may have all different varying needs. And we just can't meet the demand for it. So that tells us 
as an organization that we need to exist because there's just not enough other places like us out there. Um, there's definitely a few and they're doing awesome, awesome work and we, we love working with, with organisations like us, but there needs to be more people out there who, who want to support people with disability to, to enter the workforce. Yeah, of course. Mm. And because of this demand, hasn't the company ever considered expanding Oh, oh, oh. that's a million dollar question. We definitely want to expand. We definitely, definitely do. But at the same time, we're still a a young organization. So there's still a lot of things that we want to work on and we want to develop. We want to build a really, really strong business model that we can then replicate all around Australia. It'd be pretty awesome. You're you're from Wollongong, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, do you reckon an all things equal cafe would be beneficial in Wollongong? Yeah, it would. Yeah. I know that, that hospitality may not be your thing, but would you give it a go if, it, if we were there? I would be open to it, but it's also because I'm not cut out to handle fast-paced environments. Mm. So we find that, that for some of our staff members who prefer an environment that's less fast-paced, we find that the kitchen works really well because you, you know what to expect and it's – there might be times when it's a little bit busy, but a lot of the time it's um, it's it's a much quieter space to be in. Yeah, of course. But also yeah. at the same time, my I will admit that my cooking skills are somewhat rusty. Oh, what's what's your what's the best thing that you cook? Steaks and omelets. Do you do you like making scrambled eggs? I actually was trying to learn how to make scrambled eggs, but I ended up it can't turn out like an omelet. <laughs> what about poached eggs? They're really difficult to make. I can't do that. I honestly don't know how. Yeah, I've got no idea. That's that's one of those. Um, if I ever order, po- if I ever want poached eggs, I have to go to a cafe. I have to go to All Things Equal because I definitely can't make that at home. There's a lot of stuff that everyone's not cut out for. Just need to focus on what we're good at and not focus so much on what we can't do. Totally, totally. That's something that that I'm really passionate about. And like they say, there's always something more to learn, even for somebody that has lots of experience in something. Oh, 100%. There are so many things I still have to learn in my job. And I I think the moment that we ever stop learning, we need to find, we need to do something different with our lives because we can't ever stop learning. My next question would be, how do you plan to make your workplace a better environment for all who work there? Yeah, so we've got a bunch of different things that we put in place in the cafes to make sure that the needs of all our staff are met. So we have things like visual resources in the cafe. So if someone's making a milkshake or a smoothie, they can actually follow step by step using using pictures that we've got. And that makes it a lot easier for someone to, you know, not have to remember everything in their head, but it's right there in front of them so that that's a, that's a more simple process. We also um, do a bunch of other things. So if someone needs to take breaks during their shift, for whatever reason, it might be because they've got, you know, something medical or they might be they may need that to, to help regulate themselves a bit more, we can offer that. We can offer different shift times. There's a whole range of different things that we do to accommodate the needs of, of all our staff members, which can be difficult sometimes because if you want to make sure that every single person's, you know, needs are met, that can be a difficult task, but for us, that's really important that we do that. Yeah, of course, because mainstream workplaces would be so reluctant to grant their, their employees these, these breaks that they need. In general, 
in Australia, I think we're definitely doing better in making our workplaces more inclusive than perhaps they yep. were 20 or so, so years ago. But yeah. there's there's more work to be done. That's that's for sure. And I think if 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 all different employers around Australia and around the world actually see the benefit of having more inclusive workplaces, there's actually going to be a better outcome for everyone. Yeah. I also would like to say that um, workplaces need to be more inclusive and to be able to accommodate people that are on the spectrum or not on the spectrum. Totally. What, what do you think people should be doing better to accommodate for people? Like giving them an, an opportunity and, and not turn them down out of being biased. Mm. Even people on the spectrum can bring their own strengths to the table like I did. I, I always turned up on time. I was barely late. I never took any sick days ever. I only took off sick days when I was actually sick. But despite that, I always, if I was sick, I, I always turned up so that the boss can judge for himself so he would know that I'm not lying. I think that's really important. I think that's the what you're saying and, and this, the, the qualities that you have makes you such an incredible asset to any place that you ever work. I call myself a sought after employee. I'm sure you're you're sought after. What do you what do you reckon is the your best asset for for an employer? Reliability. Reliability. Yeah. I'm punctual and I always do my best to never let the boss down. Mm. And I'm sure I'm sure your bosses appreciate that. Yeah, they have. We we as a society should see the benefits of employing people with disability because people are more reliable and more committed and take less sick days and all the things that you were saying. So yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. In fact, I gave up a, a steady job last year following a dream. Was that your, your dream for of acting? Yeah. And I feel like with your acting career, you're going to be able to fulfill all the roles that, you, that you're after. You'll be able to fulfill them really well. Yeah, of course. It sounds like, sounds like you're an amazing employee. I really appreciate that. You'd be an asset to any TV show or any movie or anything that you Thank that you. you really want to do in your in your career. Well, the, I do have a role in an upcoming television show that has not started filming yet, but I call it the most important work that I'll be doing in my life since Love on the Spectrum, apart from the podcast, because I have a lot of pride in doing this podcast. And so you should, because it's an awesome podcast. I decided that I wanted to make this podcast a safe space. Opinions and choices are all welcome without fear of being discriminated or judged in any way. I like to keep things fun and casual, but at the same time, on my part, I like to maintain a degree of professionalism. You have you get to have really intellectual conversations with people where your audience can really learn so much from you and from from the other person as well. Oh yes, of course, because because yeah. like I say, the sharp the sharper a person's mind is, is the more interesting they are. What can other workplaces learn from all things equal? I think when people come into the cafe as customers, because we get a lot of customers that come in every day, we see people learning things all the time. So we see people learning that people with disabilities or people with differing needs are really, really capable of working and really want to be working. 
any other employer can can see what we do and think, oh, wow, these staff members are so capable. What can I be doing better in my place? I think that's that's the top thing, definitely. All things equals not perfect. So there's a lot of things that we're still working on. And I think, you know, what we were saying before about how we all need to keep learning, we're yeah. doing the exact same thing. I think also people can learn that that people with disability can get a job in any industry. So a lot of the time people think that hospitality is a really difficult industry, which it is. You know, you're serving customers. You you might get a customer walking in on yeah. a really, they might be in a really great mood or maybe the next time they come in, they might be in a really bad mood. So for some people yeah. who might really benefit from a bit of structure and routine and consistency, you might not get that yeah. in hospitality. But our staff members still do a really great job. If I was working at all things equal and a certain customer was being difficult towards the staff members, I would, I would ask them to leave. Mm. So those can be difficult conversations, definitely. And I don't think we've ever actually asked someone to leave. On the flip side, we have got amazing customers and um, an amazing community of people that support us and back the work that we do. So we don't have too many challenges like that. But that's why we have to keep making sure that that people are educated um, yeah. around what it's like to be just a decent person. If you're serving a customer a beverage or a food item... You can't rush it because you have to prepare it thoroughly. Mm, exactly. And if, if a dish comes out and it's not very good or it's not great quality, then a customer may never come back again. So we, yeah. we want to make sure that, that all our staff members at All Things Equal are providing a really high-quality service. So quality from the coffee that, that people drink to the food that they eat to the service that they receive, all those sorts of things come into it. But then again, I've never really been one to be a customer, a difficult customer. No, I can't imagine you being a difficult customer at all. <laughs> You'd be a delight to have in any cafe, Michael. There's nothing worse than feeling unproductive. Mm, agreed. I know that feeling. Yeah, and I think everyone deserves, I really believe, and All Things Equal really believes that every single person is deserving of having a sense of purpose. And for a lot of people, yeah. if I think about myself, my greatest sense of purpose in my entire life is my job and my career that I'm building and the impact that I can have in my job. So I want to make sure and All Things Equal wants to make sure that we can help as many people as possible to find their sense of purpose. Of and if that means having a job or building a career, we want to be part of that solution. Yeah, of course. If I was offered a job with All Things Equal, I would, um, I would consider taking it. But the problem is I live out of state. Well, we need to bring you into the cafe because a colleague of mine, Miriana, who, who works with us, she... She actually introduced you and I, and um, oh, yeah. I'm sure both her and definitely I would, and all the whole of All Things Equal would love to welcome you in. That's good. In fact, I actually um, have a copy of her book. Yes. So we actually sell Mariana's book in our cafe. Ooh. Yeah. So we don't just provide the, the paid employment of working in a cafe. If there's someone else that works with us that maybe has a side hustle or like a passion project or something like that we want to make sure that we can really elevate and um, celebrate the, the additional work that they do so yeah we sell Miriana's book in our cafe that's really wonderful yeah have you have you read her book I'm actually still still reading it okay amazing and it made me realize that I'm three quarters Balkan really myself. yeah ah because Greece and Croatia are countries in the Balkans I've been to Greece a couple of times I love Greece what is it about Greece that you love so much? 
the food I love Greek food I love the people the people have always been lovely and I just find it a really beautiful place in general my next question is does all things equal have the potential to expand business beyond Melbourne yes so we want to take in the future we'd love to see all things equal all around Australia that'll take some time but yeah um we're, we we'd love to see it happen we'd love to get as many people as possible who are wanting work in work yeah because I think that all things equal could be the key to helping people with disabilities look for employment you should be our spokesperson Michael because I think the same thing me with pleasure you can you can be our ambassador you need to tell everyone to come visit the cafe and order our catering so that we can you know get ourselves to a point that we can replicate all things equal into hmm. all of Australia and then be the key to to this, you know, unemployment crisis right. that a lot of people are facing. Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling. Mm. You know, in Australia, the unemployment rate for, for people with disability hasn't changed in 28 years. Oh, crap. It's a pretty crazy statistic. What's the percentage? It's about 54% of people with disability of working age who may want to be in work but just don't have the opportunity. That is really terrible and it's very yeah. unacceptable. Agreed. In, in fact, that should be considered a felony. <laughs> well, yeah, I think we need a, you know, as a society, we have a really diverse society with lots of different people in it. So we need to make sure that our workplaces, all workplaces, are as diverse as the way that we live in society. We are, we're getting there. I, I feel good. positive about it in Australia. That's good. Keep working on your plans to, to expand beyond Melbourne, because I think all of Australia could do with a place like All Things Equal. Thanks, Michael. I think with, with people like you supporting us and, and backing us, I think we, uh, we really can do a lot. Having me on your podcast is, is already helpful. Sharing our story with people, there's a lot of ways that people can, can support us. Like I said before, ordering, ordering our catering if you're in Melbourne or coming into the cafes, lots of different yeah. things. We also take donations. Well, now I'm up to my last question. What kind of things help you to feel equal? Me personally? Yeah. Yeah, I really like that question. I think when people respect me and they want to work with me, so they're not telling me what to do, but they want to work alongside me. Of course. And they, they treat me with respect and with, with dignity. I think those are things that make me feel equal and make me feel you know, the way that anyone deserves to be, to be treated. Yeah. When people make me feel like I, like I'm included and, and that I belong with friends or in a workplace or in a community, that's what makes me feel equal. What, what would you say about, about yourself? I would say pretty much the same description that you described being treated the same as everybody else. Also understanding my certain needs. Yeah. And I think understanding as well that everyone has their own strengths and weaknesses, but, yeah. but we need to find ways to celebrate the strengths and support the weaknesses. Yeah. And never underestimate or undermine what your employees can do. Totally. 100%. We have to think outside the box and the sky is the limit. And if then we reach the sky, yeah. we need to go further. We need to go to the moon. Yeah, of course. Because when we all put our minds together, anything is possible. Anyway, I also want to say, at All Things Equal, they always like to say, we are all different and we are all equal. Now, that is a very healthy place to gain employment, if you ask me. 
And so, Bianca, I give you and the whole team at All Things Equal a salute. Thank you, Michael. Thank you so much. And I bow in respect to you. Thank you. Now, I've reached the end of my questions, so now we can move on to a special segment where you get the chance to ask me anything at all, as I'm an open book. This is the Ask Mr. A Plus segment. So let's start with your questions. So, so Michael, given that we are talking about a cafe, I would love to know what you like to order when you go to cafes. Just depends on what they have on the menu. Do you drink coffee? Some on occasion, but I only drink mochas because mm. I don't like strong coffee that's too strong. So I guess a mocha is, is um, you get the best of both worlds that way, right? Yes, I suppose that's true. I'd also love to know what you think we need to do as a society to get more people with disability included in the workforce. As I said, that peop- that employers need to give people a ch- these people a shot, what they can bring to the table and get to know them as people and also see how reliable they really are. And if they have an eagerness to learn and they, they're eager to be employed, I say just give them all the chances you can give them. Don't treat them differently to all your other workers because they're all different. We all are. And like you said, Michael, we're all different and we're all equal. Yep. <laughs> Oh, I love what you said. I, I really, really, Thanks. really resonate with everything that you said. I think we should cater cater a bit more to, pe- to people who are not neurotypicals because, unfortunately, society and the world has catered to neurotypicals for far too long. They've it catered to them exclusively, but we need to cater to everyone, whether they're neurotypical or not. I, I, I agree with you entirely. And I think even, you know, Love on the Spectrum, I think, was a really amazing way to educate people. I think yep. you did a really great job at being yourself on the show, which Thank in you. turn allowed people to perhaps be educated in that way about how to be more inclusive and kind and welcoming. So, yeah, um, of course. yeah I'm excited to see us evolve yeah. as a society in being more yeah. inclusive. I look forward to seeing that too. And, Michael, yeah. my final question for you is when you next visit Melbourne, Will you come visit us at the cafe? Oh, yes. I do intend to do that. Well, we look forward to welcoming you. Thank you. There's really good food and coffee in Melbourne and mockers. Yes. Look forward to eating there and also trying one of your mockers. Sounds great. Do you happen to have any other questions? I, I guess the last one that I want to ask you is um, not that anyone that's listening to the podcast can see this, but you are wearing an incredibly awesome banana shirt and I want to know where I can get one of those. I actually got them from this one from a store in Canberra. Mm. But I forget where where it is. You just have to shop around where they sell Hawaiian shirts. I might have to do that next time I visit Canberra. Looks It looks great. Well, Bianca, thank you so much for coming on today's podcast. I really appreciate it. It means a lot. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. It's really, really great to chat to you. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.